0: Yes, 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 people. Welcome back to Chima Chats Foot. Liverpool, somehow, some way, some unbelievable series of events have led Liverpool to an improbable, almost impossible 2 1 win against Big Sam, Fat Sam, Relegated Sam. At the Hawthorns and his West Brom side. Where to begin? First of all, big up all the Reds worldwide. Uh, you will never walk alone. This is Chima Chat's foot. And we are about to get into it. But, you know, and as you know how our shows are organized, we do the three, right? Midfield, defense, attack. But, my word, what a game of football. Let me give you guys a, before we get into that, um... Let me me give you guys a little bit how I broke down. So I have a bunch of things to do. I'm recording this from Virginia Beach, Virginia on a Sunday. I have a bunch of things to do today. So I figured I was just going to watch this match, get along with get a good start to my Sunday and have it go go well. But we concede early. And I'm like, my goodness, it would be West Brom. And Reds, if you think about it, West Brom and Big Sam or the combination of the two have taken – Many, many, many points off of us in various seasons. And that's exactly what I thought I was in line for today. I was like, not again. We got aridized. Oh, gosh, it's the worst. You know, West Brom seemed to always raise their level against us some way, somehow. But my word, what a match of football. I am, uh, my brother calls me. He had a faster stream than I did. And he's like, Wow. Did you see that? And I'm like, look, man, I don't don't tell me anything, man. I'm still watching the game, and he's so amazed he can barely speak. And all of a sudden, I see the I see Sadio before he called me. I see Sadio waving like, come on up, you know, telling um, Allison to come up. I didn't know it was Allison at the time, but I definitely saw him do that. And here comes this corner swinging in, and Allison Becker gets. A deft touch to direct it into the back of the net. Incredible on so many levels. Before that goal went in, I'm just thinking, what about a little bit of luck here, right? I'm just thinking, give us something. Not saying we deserved it. At Liverpool, obviously, we're not fantastic today. Uh, We'll get more into that later, but incredible. Incredible, incredible, incredible. In the game that... We lost Diogo Jota for the season. What a what a boost. What a shot in the arm, whatever you want to call it. I mean, wow. Vital three points. Now the outcome of Chelsea Leicester on Tuesday and those other games are just so much more monumental. You know, I'm sure most of you listeners understand the the difference between Champions League and Europa League. Um, It's stark. It's massive. It it couldn't be greater. And this past couple of weeks, while it hasn't always been the most eye-catching or beautiful football, no doubt about it, it has been determined. And you're seeing players like Robbo and Trent really try their hardest to really key in and, and, and grind out victories. You're seeing those type of things. And... My brother, who's an old school Arsenal fan, back when they were actually good, he—I'm uh, talking about obviously Bergkamp, Henri, Overmars, that type of era, Vieira. I told him, I said, there's just a spirit that Jurgen Klopp puts into this this football club. You can't really quantify it, but it is so obvious and it is it's so clear. You know, it is a way that he allows everyone to believe. In the overall project, and yes, on occasion you're gonna have a moment where, you know, Sadio and Mo will be at each other's throats. They're competitors. They both want to score goals. Both want to help the team win. But the team spirit necessary to have your goalkeeper come up in the 95th minute, score a header. And the thing about that header, I, I always, you know, I keep bringing up my brother because I I just chatted with him. I tell him how technical Allison is, how he can drop the ball in 40 yards, how he and occasionally he'll give you a bit of a scare when he flicks it over his head or does something like that. But he's Brazilian. He's Brazilian. These guys are about the technique. They're about the samba flair. Come on. Um, Just incredible. But for him to. Glance that that ball off his forehead in that manner, I mean, my goodness, that was extremely difficult. I was telling my brother, it's so easy. It's so easy to miss that chance. It's so easy to head that down into the bodies and West Brom clear. The game's over. That's the last second of the game. Wow. And you know what? I think at this point, Allison Becker is, is is a legendary Liverpool goalkeeper. Do you know? I believe we will get Champions League this year. It feels great to say because it's been shaky to say the least. But you know, do you know that this really gives us a shot at Champions League football with the season that we've had? I mean, we all saw Manchester United. Without Harry Maguire, it looks like they have uh, no center backs at all, right? And it's like, now take a player that's three times the player. Harry Maguire is in Virgil van Dyke. Imagine he cost 80 million pounds and Virgil cost 75. No wonder Ed Woodward had to go. That must have been the last draw. But anyways... You saw how poor United looked without him. Now take away Van Dyke, take away Gomez, take away Matip. Uh, Jota was injured for large periods of the season. Just just injury on top of injury on top of injury. Kudos to Nat and Reese. You know, uh, why don't we just go ahead and get into the three now? But unbelievable game of football. This is why you love football. This is why you enjoy the footy. This is exactly why. Because this is—you'll probably never see this again. Ninety percent of the people listening—and shout out to all the listeners—we're we're slowly building a base. People stick with me. I'll keep giving you guys the content. We're gonna—we're gonna get it. But most of you—you know—most of us will never see it again in our lifetime. You know, that's how rare and that's how special that was. Wow, I'm just buzzing. Okay, for the three. Okay, so for the midfield, uh, start with Fabinho who I thought was decent today. I, you know, he did a lot of his standard Fabinho things. I thought that occasionally he, I might have wanted a different ball from him or I might have wanted him to dovetail into the attack just a bit better, which I felt like um, it, it was that kind of KG scrappy game. Shocker with West Bar Brom. Brom, right, I know. But um, I felt like he was just okay today. A couple of decent passes, a couple of decent moments, but... You know, I'm used to Fabinho absolutely bossing the midfield, and I do think he does better in games where he has a little bit more space uh, to operate. And then you could imagine with West Brom at, at at one point they were playing a back six, so he was always kind of in the weeds and kind of just elbowing and tackling and fighting, which is his job, and he did it competently today. But um, I wouldn't say it was an overall overly special performance for Fabinho. Curtis Jones, I was happy to see Curtis Jones start. Um, I know that we have a midfielder, the one. The artist formerly known as Nabi Keita, who was supposed to be um, in contention for that role. But the less said about that, the better. The less said about Oxley chamberlain there, the better as well. Um, A major, major refresh needed. But we do have a end-of-season wrap-up pod where I'm going to be chatting with two other Reds, uh, Gareth and Femi, two good gentlemen. And and the three of us will be weighing in on where Liverpool needs to go, where Liverpool has gone this season, next season, all that type of good stuff. Okay, so back to the midfield. I thought Curtis Jones was lively, as he always is. He carries the ball well. He always knows. One thing about Curtis Jones is besides having, you know, uh, pretty good technique, he always knows how to face up a man and run at him with the ball, you know, and he has the ability to shift his weight very well, and he, he's useful in attacking situations uh, that way. I know when he was coming up through the youth the youth teams, he scored a lot of goals and was a very, very – um, well, held recruit for that for that purpose, but again, I think that maybe it's going to take a run of games for for him to start putting in the performances we saw last season. It has been a while since he's featured um I don't know whether that's injury or selection, but um he also was just okay today, some good things, some bad things um I think on occasion the people say he slows the game down, which I didn't overly see up until maybe once or twice I did see that this game, but I definitely don't feel like he is uh was our worst midfield performer. Um, so, you know, both him and Fabinho, some good, some bad over overall positive, but, um, not the, not a standout performance from him either. Um, Tiago, Tiago's getting better every game. I talked to uh, my good friend, Femi, as I mentioned, who will be on the wrap up pod. And I told him, I said, this guy Tiago Alcantara has, you know, lost 27 games and six of them have come this year. He's a winner. He's a champions league winner. He's a domestic league winner, even though, um, you know, no, no offense to my German listeners. Um, we know who wins the, the Bundesliga every single year, you know, and let's, let's not pretend like a German league title is worth anywhere close to what an English league title is, even though Man City are cheapening that shape. But, um, all in all, I just thought Tiago was awesome. I thought Tiago was just very, very sharp. I thought he, he too did a lot of, um. Creative passes, snap passes, first time balls. He basically just ran the show, you know. And I'm a, you know, my, I'm a old school guy when it comes to my defensive midfielder. So I like Edgar Davids, you know what I mean. I, I, I like the short socks, you know what I mean. Whenever you see the short socks, nine times out of ten the guy's a baller. So very very happy there. I thought that he had a lot of inventive passing, and he basically is just kind of stamping his authority on that midfield. He's always the one who wants the ball. <clears throat> I don't know whether he speaks Portuguese or not. I know he is Brazilian um, by, let's see, heritage and then nationality. He obviously plays for Spain, but him and Fabinho have a great understanding, so it would make sense if um, those two guys kind of just gelled. But I thought he really, really bossed the midfield today. Great passing. The shape on his, on his, on the ball he can play you is... Is is awesome, you know, and it is good to see. I know he had a, a a strike from range again. It's just good to see someone do that, you know. We haven't been able to count on that since seventeen, eighteen. Oxlade Chamberlain, someone to consistently strike the ball from outside the box. So um, Tiago, I won't I won't say man of the match, but definitely somebody that I looked at with 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 a, with a a very very pleasing evaluation today. I thought that he played well. Um, to the back, to the back. Uh, we'll start with, I like to judge Reese and Matt almost as a pair, but I'm not sure who was responsible for that first goal. I know, it, I, I believe it might have been Reese, um, but that was just, it was all too easy, to be honest. Little ball in behind, um, Hal Robson Kanu, while he's not a world beater, I mean, he is a international striker, and I think he showed everybody right there. Very, very calm finish for 1-0, which was so preventable. So just like, come on, come on, you all. The last thing we need is an unnecessary goal early away against Big Sam at the Hawthorns, right? I mean, seriously, that's the last thing you want to do. That's like presenting a 1-0 lead to 2005 Jose Mourinho at Stanford Bridge. You're You're not getting the ball back. You might as well pack it up and leave now, which they attempted to do. So... That makes this unlikely, improbable, almost impossible win all the sweeter. Um, I thought that other than that shaky moment, um, obviously, Reese and Nat, they got their head to a lot of things. I also thought that Nat took responsibility on offensive times when he was in the box. But I would love to see him get his head on a corner and score it. You know, Maybe if he talks to Alisson, Alisson can tell him how it's done. Obviously, we have a master uh, We have a master at heading, headed goals as a goalkeeper. I'm still baffled at how this is even remotely real, but here we are. Um, so, yeah, all in all, I thought that the center backs were decent. I thought that they cut out a lot of opportunities. West Brom, the physical team, and their forwards do like to get in there and barge about a little bit. So, I thought that they handled that fairly well. No major uh, red flags or creaky moments um, besides... <laughs> Literally letting Hall Robinson Tanu around the corner and for, you know, taking his dog for a walk and maybe just allowing him an escort to our goal. We should, probably shouldn't do that. But anyways, um, we'll go to Rabo. I thought Rabo was solid again. Um, always an outlet on the left, always kind of making his presence known. Um, I don't know if this again was his best performance, but I thought he was solid to, to really, really good as far as his energy, his tenacity. Um, you know that's that's what you get from Robbo, and he's one of my favorite Liverpool players because of that consistency and because of that natural leadership. Some Arsenal fans try and chat about Kieran Tierney, who I who I also rate. I believe he's a good footballer, but he, uh, Andy Andy Robbo is the captain of Scotland for a reason. You know what I mean? Let's let's be honest here. Uh, Trent, I thought that Trent was serving up good good passes all day. Um, he got he he occasionally got a little too cross happy. Which I mean, I thought our entire team did. Just, just let's dive into that really quickly. We don't have a number nine presence in the in the in the box. We don't have that. So it really, really baffles me when we are so quick to swing across in against six foot four, six foot five, six foot six center backs, and we have these five foot ten, five foot eleven on a good day forwards. To, to mark it. It always kind of just blew my mind us doing that, but he did put some very, very good passes in. He missed a lot of opportunities as well. You know, I, I think sometimes he's so used to serving the ball in as far as with the, that whip, that whip delivery, you know, when he hits his lean back, gets his heel on it, Trink can send it anywhere that, Hey, no, now you have to shoot. Now you put it on target. He had a couple of opportunities where, you know, he did the hard part, Gets the man, beats him, gets inside, gets himself a half a yard, but he just couldn't convert. So that was obviously frustrating um, on a couple couple of misses there from Trent. Uh, To the forward line. (sighs) Yes, we heard the news that Diogo Jota, the dog, my man, is going to be out for the rest of the season. There were a bunch of shouts about, uh, I believe, Chris Morgan, which is the new head physio, and there were a bunch of people – pining for our last physio. Juan Laporte, I believe his name is something like that. Forgive me if, if I'm not getting that correct, but he's the gentleman in the with the black rim glasses that is in all of our past couple of trophy lifts. Everybody on the team loves this guy. And he obviously left, but man, that's a huge blow. This is a game where we absolutely could have used Diogo Jota. You know, he just provides that he's just, he's fast and direct, you know, and that's always going to be welcome on a football pitch, but he's apparently out for the rest of the season. Not good, not great at all. Um, I thought that Sadio Mane looked like the same player (laughs) that he's been most of this year, which has not been good. Um, He did have a couple of good paces of play where he would pick the ball up or he'd get the right pass or he'd make a good turn. So, you know, you saw bits and pieces of what makes him such a great player, but there were, there was one opportunity earlier in the game, I believe it was first half where he's in the box first time and just puts it wide, you know, basically a golden chance that you should at least at the very least be putting on target. He puts that wide and he was pretty profligate all game. So um, I know that there's handshake gate between him and Klopp, but um, I'd love Sadio to just sit and work on his finishing. and, And I, and I say that in jest. He's he's, he's also a Liverpool player I, I love a lot. And I really hope he can regain his form. Um, because, I mean, for years and years and years, he was just awesome for us. So whatever is going on um, with Sadio Mane, I really hope that he's able to correct it and regain something like his best form. Um, but a very, very underwhelming day once again. Firmino, um, again, whenever... It, I miss the days of Jordan Henderson constantly being captain. Whenever Jordan Henderson is not captain... Um, it would go to Virgil, and even then, whenever it is not Henderson, the further they, the armband drops on the on the list, so that's Henderson. When everybody's fully fit, it's Henderson, that's Milner, that is Ginny slash Van Dyke, right? They're probably both third, and then so on and so forth, and it's like, man... I just know that, who, you know, the the further away from Henderson that, that the band gets, the less organization and leadership we have on a pitch. And I didn't love the Firmino you know, for Captain Chow. I get it. Jurgen doesn't see much uh, concern with one-off games and captains, and he often tries to give it to the longest-serving player. But um, I really just felt like give it to Trent. I'd love it if you gave it to Mo. I mean, let's be honest, you know, it's something that he obviously values. We saw his emotional reaction for that amazing, his, his customary once a year breakaway goal that he apparently just gets against Man United, you know, but uh, I thought Firmino was just okay. He did he did some nice things, but he didn't really impact the game at all. Um, there are still times where I'm like, hey, get in the box, get a shot off, you know, be direct he he wasn't he wasn't he he was maybe a five out of ten for me maybe a five point five at the highest he he did his job which is an average six but you know he he really just didn't really fill me with any belief that he would score um then we got a mo who had the I mean a pretty the pretty effortless snapshot goal which brings him to twenty two goals tied with Harry Kane who scored earlier today in the Golden Boot race you know I always say one of Salah's best qualities is his ability to, he's kind of scruffy. You know, if it's a 50-50 or you serve him a long ball, he's going to run you down and be nipping at the back of your heels. And I think he did that a lot. And against a team like West Brom, that's necessary. So not a special game. I keep saying not a special game, but obviously you have to rate his goal very well taken. A bit of a, you know, a bit of a messy goal as far as how it came about, but they all count the same. So um, no big deal there. And then (laughs) I guess the three today, Midfield defense attack will transition to our number one, Allison Becker, who no doubt is going to get a song on the cop now, which is good. They're definitely going to give him his own song. I'm I'm interested to to hear what that's going to be like. You know, I got to give him. And the truth is, I was a bit critical of the first goal when he got beat far post. I was like, man, you know what? When Robson Kanu was approaching you, Allison, that's the only angle that he had, maybe, and this is being harsh, but he's a world-class goalkeeper. Just maybe he could have done a little bit better on the first goal, but, you know, shout out to Sadio Mane, and, and as we just kind of criticized him a bit earlier, still having the mentality to say, Allison, come up, come on up, and, I mean, come on. That, that goal, you would love that from a striker, right? You would love that from Harry Kane or Lewandowski, or one of these real deal number nines in the box. To, the, the, the technique to just simply redirect the ball, uh, you know, uh, into the net past his opposite number, number one on the other team, Sam Johnston. Incredible scenes. Shout out to Hugh Wizzy, one of my one of my favorite YouTubers. He would say, "Incredible scenes of glorious emotion," and, and that's exactly what it was. I mean, come on, you know, the way that Leicester and Chelsea are dropping points. There's a scenario where Liverpool could win out and see themselves go third. Talk less of fourth. So, oh, oh, see that? Boom. We we crossed the 20-minute mark. We've just been chatting, having a conversation. Um, I'll go ahead and try and wrap it up now. Um, Let's keep winning. Let's keep winning. Huge win. I mean, Chelsea and Leicester, they're going to kind of cannibalize each other. And the way that Chelsea's been looking, dropping points um, and, and cup finals, shout out to uh brendan rogers really quickly before we wrap it up never really loved him as liverpool manager but i i did feel he got a bit of undue shtick and, and we kind of were harsh on him at times but i'm um, happy for him and Leicester. great club uh their fans were saying some uh some anti-liverpool songs um two a couple years ago when i played them when we played them but uh, i'll forgive them for that generally a pretty well-run club they they invest well they buy well Um, And a quick note on how their model is what should happen more in football. I mean, Manchester City, their title, and and this is salt, right? But this is how I feel. Their title, their potential Champions League title, it all feels a bit hollow. You know, it's only, you know, one billion pound later that you were able to get here. So um, there's still room for football. There's still room for developing football. Anyways, that's all. Thank you for listening. Um, Signing out. We're getting better at this. We're going to do more of these, more content coming. This is Chima from Chima's Chats Foot signing out. Peace to all the Reds around the world. You'll never walk alone. Come on, Liverpool.